The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Another session here at the Kickpod Dojo. I am your host, Slash Sensei TJ Williams, giving you the insider of my martial arts journey, as well as discussing and analyzing certain martial arts based subjects. And as always, um, always highlighting certain martial artists out there, past, present, and future. And um, just to give you a heads up, I want to thank the guests that I've had for the past several weeks that um has been on my show um of course um these guests have been on a member of the ufaf organization uh, of course some uh, people that are not familiar with ufaf it's um stands for the united fighting arts federation all right it's an organization created by um grandmaster chuck norris and uh, of course yeah that's the chuck norris and um I've had um, guests from this organization really tell, talking about their story, story behind their um, martial arts journey, as well as um, what they're accomplishing now, as well as in the future. So that was very good. <clears throat> you know, really interesting stories that um, really motivate people to really um, try out martial arts. And um, it kind of goes with... Uh, or <clears throat> gets to my to my today's um subject um of making changes and um setting goals yeah this pretty much comes from an article i um got from um afa well that's um also um well that's um i'm certified afa instructor if you don't know what afa is it's um the um american fitness um or should i say not american um it's um the athletic let's see if i get this right the f either it's the athlete or at athletic or aerobics fitness um association association of america i think that's what it, that's what it stands for all right so i make sure i got that right so i got this article talking about making changes and setting goals all right so whatever the way i say it um before you accomplish any goals i mean not only in martial arts but in life you must make sure there's change in your behavior in our behavior or should i say in how we think in order to maintain focus i mean if we don't have our mind straight we can't focus on our goals and our goals is what makes us go further and uh, we have to always have a good attitude of what we want to want to go for in life we, you know we always have our doubts and we always have our fears but you know our behavior is not going to change how the world thinks of us or how the world is going to accept us so we have to make sure we have that positive attitude in order to be able to accomplish a goal that we set 
All right. So, of course, when we are changing our behavior, there's five certain stages that we go through. I mean, one of them, one of them that could could be more obvious. It's like one thing we call the precompetition. Uh, uh, the yeah, the key precontemplation. Precontemplation. There we go. I got it. Uh, yes. It's kind of hard when your throat is kind of dry. But no. Precontemplation means um, there's no intention to change behavior in the future. I mean, you don't plan on changing the way you are. I mean, you don't want to change how you act. You don't want to change how you how you feel. I mean, that's pretty much your behavior. You're pre-contemplating. And, you know, this is the thing I deal with. And, like, when I teach, you know, you deal with those people that just don't want to change. You know, definitely, you've got red belts that think they're better than anybody else. And, you know, I tell them, you know, we act as a team. You know, we don't, um, we don't go against any of, anybody in our class i mean we have to you have to change your attitude if you want to be able to move up and you know that's the thing you know i could think of this one kid you know in class i teach or let's just let's just say i kind of co-teach is that he's just got an attitude beyond belief it's like i don't know if it's if it's influenced by who he hangs out with or it's the parents you know it's kind of hard to explain like how why does he got the influences to pre-contemplate it's like you know you're not thinking about changing who you are you know that's the thing that's if your if your behavior is if your behavior is like uh, off the wall like no question your performance will be the same way I mean, some things that you, well, let's look at it this way. You know, if you're, I mean, if you're a person that has a mental condition, I mean, you can't help that. I mean, it's understandable. But, you know, usually people with mental conditions or setbacks, they usually are give, getting help and they overcome their their condition. You know, for, but for most, most people, Either they don't diagnose it, they don't go get them, get them help, and you know that's what happens with kids. You know that's what I really worry about. I worry about students that they grow up without having that proper help in order to have their mind straight, and then you know next thing you know they end up having, um, they end up creating problems for themselves. And, you know, the last thing I want to see somebody that's born with a condition end up in the wrong place and then you know next thing you know um they're gone so it's really important that this behavior doesn't happen i mean the worst thing that you have is students coming into a karate studio or any type or any type of place and their mind is not set to change and their behavior ends up being beyond beyond anybody's control so that's what i usually tell students you know students we tell like how many times do we see students or ourselves not trained to get better 
you know, I always try to train to get better. And, you know, I kind of see myself kind of con- pre-contemplating, you know, I don't tend to change who I am. But, you know, I don't want people to look, you know, let's just say I don't want to change everything. You know, everything that I have as of right now, you know, I made that minor change, you know, I didn't just stick to martial arts. You know, I went out there, did get I got different jobs. You know, I'm a fitness instructor, AFA instructor. You know, I've done body combat and I'm currently doing professional wrestling. You know, I grew up watching wrestling. And, you know, that's something that I really, well, really well, imagine myself being. And here I am actually living a dream <clears throat> to being a wrestler. You know, I don't plan on going to the majors, you know, but, you know, as long as I like really <clears throat> get myself out there and really make it, you know, I'm not looking to be the next world champion. I'm just a wrestler. I'm just wrestling out there. <clears throat> and really learning about how how it how it is you know i'm not really looking to look into the business i mean the business is good you know i met good good people and you know they help me understand like what do i need to do you know i don't well you know let's look at this way i mean i'm just doing this just to create a legacy you know i don't plan on being a wrestler for a living you know even if i retire early you know, I'm still, I'm still knowledgeable in how wrestling is. So if the if I decide to come out of retirement, then I can really show um, these upcoming wrestlers or people that want to try, uh, like how how it is, how the business is. You know, definitely have a lot of friends that are retired or just haven't to deal with their family but they are still familiar with the business i mean i still watch wrestling you know i don't watch it as much as um today but you know i watch it like previous like really focus on it you know yeah i'm kind of going off subject but i'm trying to really trying to understand trying to get you to understand about this pre-contemplation of the behavior change you know this goes for everything you know you must have your mind straight I mean, yet, that's the main, that's one thing you want to try to figure out. All right, so going on to the next behavior, we move from pre-contemplation to contemplation. And, you know, contemplation is people are aware that a problem exists and serious, seriously thinking about overcoming it, but have not yet made that commitment to take action. I mean, yeah, here you are. You understand you got a problem. That's the thing. You know, you understand you have um, a uh, a setback, a, a condition. You know, and been and you want to try to overcome it, but you, but yet, you didn't make the commitment or didn't make the time or the, the well, the commitment to change to change it. I mean, you know, you, I got students that tell. I tell my students that need to work, they need work, and yet they realize it, but they don't take the time to improve. You know, one thing that really gets me, that really gets my goat is um, when I tell students that they need to train under kata. 
you know, I tell them like when they when they do their kata or they do their kicks, I tell them like, well, I don't tell them they do it wrong. I mean, I tell them what they need to fix. You know, either they don't see the problem or they see the problem and I t- tell them. It's like, I mean, I'm one, I want to give them the right idea of what, like what they're doing wrong. I don't want to give them the wrong idea. You know, I want, I want them to really contemplate of what they're doing, but yet, or really want them to understand what they're doing, but yet I want them to improve. But yet you got those students that don't make the commitment to, to take action. You know, you always got those one or two students that actually listen and take action and really change their ability. Then, you know, you got the other ones. I mean, like I said, usually if they have a mental setback or any type of limitations, then that's what um, prevents them from making that commitment. And, you know, really, like I said, usually parents or outside influences really prevent them from making that decision i mean for one thing i mean you've got friends that don't respect like you're trying to change yourself i mean are they truly your friends just think about that all right so definitely contemplating really taking a problem seriously but you really don't commit so that's one that's one that's another behavior all right, going to the next behavior, preparation. I mean, this is definitely where you go past pre-contemplation and contemplation. You know, this is like you contemplating, but you actually are gathering information and starting a planning stage. I mean, here you are. I mean, it's best to always gather that information before the next, the for your next step. You know, how many people actually prepare or study for a test? You know, I could tell you, I mean, well, definitely I'm going to get into like the smart goal. I mean, the question that is asked is like anybody been training. You know, I'm always asked that question when I'm doing like to train them. It's like, am I training? You know, it's well, honestly, you know, if I haven't been training then it wouldn't show in tr- when when i actually do when i'm actually in training you know i wouldn't be actually show like really if i'm in martial i'm a black belt and i go to class oh no really i'm honestly i'm currently a fourth degree i mean in my style of martial arts i mean i don't have to test physically anymore but yet i still take class because i want to get ready for the mastering, you know, I want to prepare, you know, I'm gathering information of what I need as well as what, what, what I, what I'm plan to do. You know, like I said, I talked to other black, but like I said, like the guests that I had on this show, you know, I, I talked to them and try to get the lowdown of what I need to do for mastering. Cause you know, it's always great to actually talk to, you know, how many masters I talked to, well, definitely, you know, I talked to like three, like three people that are in master rank right now. And, you know, that's like at least enough information to at least understand what what I need to do when it's my time to go for the fifth degree. But, you know, definitely 
like I said, I'm, I got a lineup of guests that I want uh, that I'm wanting on the show. I really reached out, so it's always best that I get the information. Well, that's why I say it's always best to everybody get the information that they need to plan to really plan for the next stage. And the next stage, or should I say, next should I say, next behavior, the next mindset is action. I mean, actually, that individual modifies their behavior, behavior experience, or environment in order to overcome their problem. I mean, here you are, your past pre-contemplation, contemplation, and you you're prepared. Now you're taking all that preparation. And you're trying to bring it to action to overcome that problem. I mean, you have a problem. Main thing is, your, maybe your problem is remembering how to do a kata or trying to improve on your technique. I mean, I always tell students when they're doing katas or doing anything like that false pattern, you know, you want to focus on the technique first before you focus on like the whole the whole thing like the whole kata you know that's why i say break it up into in the set well break up the sets you know you have like eight sets of kata like break it up to moves focus on the moves first before you focus on kata you want to make sure those moves are like are um are perfect i mean stances you know power you know we have like eight components of um proper technique you know, posture, like lines of power, power, focus, footwork, all right, sequence, mental and emotional activation, all right, and timing. I mean, we have all those to help you develop a good, proper technique. I mean, that's something that um, our organization really creates to make sure these kids understand. All right, so here you are, you're taking action, you're preparing. I mean, you're preparing for the test. And then next, you know, the test comes, you ha- you have your plan all set. You know, you're trained hard. You know what you got to do. And then, of course, your mind is definitely geared up for that challenge. You, you do your thing and you really impress, impress your instructor or like trainer and they really want you to move forward. So that's really one thing you want to really take take charge with. Taking action. And lastly, maintenance. Alright, so you got through the four stages. I mean, so definitely you went from being pre-contemplated to taking actions. Taking action, like contemplating, realize you have a problem, and then preparing to take on that problem, then you go into action. Now it's maintenance. Maintenance means that um, chances are you may go from taking action from going back to pre-contemplating. So you want to try to um, prevent that. You're trying, you're trying to prevent that relapse and really co- consolidating the gains that you obtain during actions. So definitely you want to keep yourself in action probably for a long time, you know. But one thing to really think about 
is injuries. Injuries will pre- will prevent you from taking action, and definitely from there, you end up going from having action to pre-contemplate. You want to try to prevent that. You know, thinking about it, when I had my sciatica, you know, really, it kind of prevent me from testing from for a, like should I say for a year. But you know, I want then I try to prevent myself from pre-contemplating and try to really plan on like really like I said, try to get myself fixed because you know the sciatica kind of re relapse or should I say it um kind of comes back. So I want to make sure that I'm um, physically fit or physically able to really. Um, take take on the next test, and which I did. You know, I kind of felt the sciatica coming coming back, but you know, uh, it was it was well worth the getting past that fourth degree test and really really setting that goal. Uh, if I felt very good for myself, really getting past that fourth degree test. You know, I failed the first time, and you know, I got back to it. Well, definitely, I got injured when I was in wrestling, you know, really sore back, sciatica. But, you know, I did my thing. I recovered and then gone for that fourth degree. And now I'm on in line for, like, the master rank, which I've watched, like, really religiously when I was in um, Vegas this year because I want to at least know what to do. <clears throat> so I'm probably going to be looking for the next one next year. So I'm on really playing. All right. All right. So you got your five stages of behavior change. Of course, you like I said, you want to have your mind set before you go on to any changes, before you set any goals. But so here you are. But let me, I want to talk about the smart goals. This is another article that I got from AFA. What is the smart goals? Smart Stands for specific, measurable, attainable, uh, real, realistic, and time specific. All right, so these five um, smart goals definitely are goals that you set as you are trying to like train. This is going back to preparation. All right, so I want to start with specific. I mean, specific meaning that. Stating exactly what it is you want to accomplish, you know. Let's just say, say, I mean, it's easy to say that you want to be a black belt. I mean, that's that's obvious, you know. You go you go to martial arts, you want to be a black belt. But what specific do you want to work on to get the black belt? I mean, you just don't come into a Christ or you say, "I want my black belt," and I give it to you. That's not the way it works. You know, you got to be specific. Like, show me how you want to be a black. Want to be a black belt. You want to be a black belt. You got to show me how a black belt is. You know, you just don't get it. You just don't get it just because you walk, because you show up. You got to show me how it is. I mean, like, that's why I say if your behavior is off the wall, likely that's not a way. That's not what a black belt acts like you know you have to really watch watch a class 
All right. So definitely that's specific. You know, just telling people that you want to be a black belt. You know, if you want to be a black belt, simply just buy your black belt from Amazon and say, hey, I'm a black belt. And then, you, of course, the of course, the price to pay for that is that you try going to a cry studio and then you train with the highly trained black belts and get beat up. Then that's on you because you choose that you want to. Well, you know, any anybody that walks the studio say that a black belt and they say they're self-trained. You know, that's not even a good idea. You know, I think I mentioned that like a while back in the episode where um, I saw a YouTube video. <laughs> that's like a sketch. Well, I'm just thinking about it, just shaking my head. But nevertheless, you want to be specific of what you want to do or how you want to what you want to accomplish. All right, and this leads to measurable, implying having a means to evaluate whether you are making progress. I mean, here you are. I mean, you join martial arts. I mean, you want to go for black belt. I mean, you want to really evaluate. There's no, there's two type of measurements. You know, there's objective measurements, qualifying our progress and change. You know, definitely. Saying like, um, like, like, how's your technique? I mean, how's your technique? Is your technique is the way it sh- should be? I mean, the way you learn it or the way that your instructor show it? I mean, that's pretty much objective. I mean, it's how your body is. Well, not like how you how you're doing it. That's your objective. And then, of course, they're subjective. It's like how you feel, how you think about it. I mean, when you're doing the technique, are you? Does it feel like you're doing it right? I mean, but basically, your body talks as you're doing a technique. I mean, if your body feels funny, I mean, if if you as you're doing a technique, you don't add power, then that means you got to learn how to use your muscles. That's the whole concept of. Um, of martial arts, you be able to know how to use your muscle how to, to actually use a technique using your body. So definitely, that's the measurable, measurable um, goal. It's just there's two of them, of course, objective, objective, objective measurements and subjective measurements. All right, really try to try to figure out like if you're doing it right. Really ask your instructor. And of course, attainable goals is no is the mixture of goals that are challenging, but not too extreme. I mean, say you know the technique. I mean, as you move up the ranks, it's always best to do the technique better than you did it before. Right. So usually, I tell these students like, you know, the techniques that you did on your previous tests has to look better on your next test. You know, how many kids actually take the time to, to obtain that goal of getting better? I mean, one thing, you know, if you do this technique the same way, you're going to end up, um, you're going to end up doing the same thing. And it's, well, if you don't end up improving on your technique, you're end up doing the same thing every time and it gets irritating. 
So it's always best to really challenge yourself. If you really are true, if you if you are genuinely want to obtain your goal, then you would do whatever it takes to improve. You know, really, you know, I'll try to tell these kids to not be too close to technology. Technology is what's killing our killing our um, kids focus. You know, one thing, I mean, school is extremely important, but, you know, um, it's always important to always um, keep yourself focused. You want to have your mind straight. So this is what well, this is why it's always important to change our behavior before we go on to everything else. You know, if our if our mind is not set, then we're going to fail. We're going to fail ourselves. We're going to be in the same place. You know, I don't want to be in the same place. I want to move forward. You know, really always do different things. All right. So definitely attainable goals is always really important. And also going to the next, going to the next one. <clears throat> Realistic. Realistic is um, implying having goals that are confidently confidently within your reach but still provides you with an appropriate challenge huh, so really realistic you know, you know definitely looking this way I mean let me look at this how I could say let me give you an example of how this is you know goals are too difficult to lead to Discourage discouragement, failure, and loss of interest. You know, goals must represent a objective in which a, an individual is both willing and able to work towards. I mean, just just think about that. You know, you want to have a goal. I mean, like I said, realistic. You want to have that goal that you're confidently within your reach. But, you know, but yet it is a challenge. I mean, it's realistic. I mean, from when I tell these students, like, like, well, I give them an exercise. I mean, I give them like how how you going to do it. You got to make sure you're doing correctly and do it right. I usually ask them like usually either I time usually use a time bout or I give them more reps, you know, and then definitely. I could tell by most people if they don't do their push-ups correctly. I mean, that's then 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 <clears throat> I don't know how to put this, but you know, you know that they do their, they don't do their push-ups correctly. You know, they're missing out of gaining that muscle. You know, I always tell them you want to do exercise properly and correctly, and you know that's the thing that really kind of gets me upset. You know, of course, yeah, they're kids, but you know, when you got adults doing the same thing, you know, what are, and then of course they got kids that look up to them. It's like, what are you teaching your kids? You're teaching them to do things wrong or you're teaching them to do things right. But you know, I'm, I'm not questioning it, but you know, really, if you are willing to do it, things right. Um, you know I mean, you gotta be really realistic about it. You got to really challenge yourself going to the next level. And of course, lastly, the last of the smart goal is time specific. 
how much time are you willing to put in setting that goal? I mean, goals should always have a specific date for completion. I mean, well, of course, one thing, you know, you know, your test is like in the next six months. I mean, you got to train within that six months and really say that this date, I'm going to be ready before the te- before the test. I mean, usually for us, for now you have your organization, you have to take a pre-test before the actual test. So definitely that's the time span. So, you know, definitely, you know, the, every, t- every test is six months apart. So really from last test you want to be able to prepare for the next test i mean really well definitely that's how it is like if you got your red belt you want to prepare for that black belt within six months and you want to really attend as many classes as possible train on your own do outside training like run on a treadmill run outside do weight training you want to be prepared for that moment when it's your time to test. And then definitely you want your instructor to really, really look, really notice you. Right? Now, how many times I got noticed for going for a test, you know, I don't ask, do you think I'm ready to test? I mean, I show them that I'm ready to test. I'm showing them that I'm ready to take that next step. All right. So, Definitely, these are things that you want to think about when you're actually training in the martial arts or anything else. As you want to have your mind straight, you want to have the change, make your changes in your behavior, and then as well as setting these smart goals in order to accomplish your goal. Okay, so of course, this is a really important journey for you if you really want to do this, right? Okay, so really, like I said before, I'm really looking to get more guests. I mean, if you're a martial, well, even if you're not a martial artist, but if you have like any knowledge of, um, or let's just say if you want to talk about a movie that you enjoy watching, you know, I'm real happy to really help the talk, talking with you and really analyze what I see out of the movie. And um, like I said, you don't have to be a martial arts expert to be a guest. I mean, if you feel like you are really uh, knowledgeable in martial arts, I mean, that's 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 something that I want to at least discuss with you. All right. But nevertheless, if there's any martial artists out there that are willing to come on my show and really talk martial arts, I mean, I'm an open book. All right. So. I mean, yeah, like I said, I have a line of people in my organization, in the organization that I am in, to come on this show. And, like, I had one, but, you know, definitely things get in the way. But, nevertheless, I have a lineup. Okay, so that concludes my episode. I'm going to bow out here. And um, for those who are new to the show, um, tune in to my previous episode on the BICBPRadio.com. And um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And I'll see you next time for another episode here of the Kickbox Dojo. This is your sensei, TJ Williams, bowing you out.
get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick. Did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother f- Delay of game. Offense. 